this episode's random word is Kaizen. Now, what is this power-packed, meaningful word? Now, Kaizen basically is a hmm, like a motivational word that the Japanese follow. And what that means is daily improvement and constant improvement. So every day, try to be a little bit better and better. That could be business, family, life, personal, whatever it is. But Kaizen is to do daily constant improvement. And all of you listening today are also performing Kaizen because you are improving your Japanese speaking abilities, right? Well, regardless, let's get into this week's episode. Welcome to the beginning of a Japanese lesson all about the end of Japanese sentences. Look at that. <laughs> so, welcome to this week's lesson. Well, this week's lesson is all about sentence enders in Japanese, the language we all aspire to learn. Now, sentence enders, what is this? Basically, it's the end of a sentence. Now, in Japanese, when you listen to it, I guarantee if you've watched a Japanese cartoon, if you've watched a movie, listened to news, radio, whatever it is, any Japanese speakers, you've heard this. Mas, masen, mashita, des, desene, desio, like all of these things to end the sentence. Nai des, dewa nai des. These aren't actually translated to specific words. It's literally just the end of a sentence and how, and kind of explaining what that means. For example, at the end of the sentence, if you were to say something like mas, then you would know that that is a present tense or a future tense. Or if someone was to say masen, en, the masen at the end of it is a negative. So it's a negative situation. Um, for example, like, I am not eating now, or if I was to say must, I am eating now. So all of these things, they're not words to be translated, they're actually direct meanings to help you understand the phrase that has been spoken to you. And this goes pretty much at the end of every single sentence that you'll hear. So it's important to understand what these actually mean. Don't you think so? So let's dig into explaining what the two most common sentence enders you'll hear mean and all of the forms that they contain. Now, I highly suggest for this week, go to YouTube, the Japan YouTube channel. You can find it directly on japanline.com and just scroll down and click on the videos. And it'll take you right to this YouTube page and you can see the full video lesson of this and also a question and answer session of me talking with a native Japanese speaker about this content. I'll also attach the audio of that question and answer session to this podcast. So if you're not by a screen, you can just listen while you're driving somewhere or just chilling and sitting back and, you know, sipping some ocha and enjoying. But anyways, let's get into this content. So yes, go check out the video. Also, I forgot to mention the Instagram Japan channel at Japan Media. If you go there, you can see all this content uh, extracted from the full video in like quick little things to recap throughout the week as well. So really trying to help you get this stuff. Okay, so let's move on to our first sentence ender we're going to cover. And that would be mas. Now mas, you always hear tabemasu, uh, or just like mas, mas, mas at the end of many different sentences. So mas is attached to the end of a sentence describing a verb, such as 
I am eating, I am drinking, I am driving. Anytime there's an action taking place, you would end the sentence with must right after the verb. So it's like, I am driving, must. I am eating, must. You know, so that, and then the must factor of this sentence would explain to you, is it the present tense? Is it the future tense? Is it negative? Is it the past tense? Is it past tense negative? All of these things to help you understand. Okay, so let's dig into the four forms of must. Okay, so form one for must, present or future tense, and that's literally must. There's nothing, nothing modified here, just straight up must. Now that literally means, like I said, that's the present tense or future tense to end this sentence. So that would be like, I am eating now, or I will eat. You would use, like the verb would be to eat, taberu. So you would just add must to the end of this and you would know that they are eating now or they will be eating in the future. Okay? Form two, present or future tense negative. Okay, now what do you mean negative? Well, listen to this example. So first of all, I'll just say it to you. Masen, masen is form two, the negative present or future tense. And masen, anytime you hear n at the end of something, it's pretty much a negative, like sen, masen, and you know that's negative. So to give you an example, it's basically present or future tense, so I am not eating, or I will not eat, okay? So for example, if I'm gonna say, I am, I will eat sushi today, I would use mas, but to say I will not eat sushi today is masen, negative, okay? So whenever you hear masen at the end, it's negative. Now form three, past tense, that sounds like mashta, mashta. Okay, so mashta is past tense. And to give you an example, to put this into context would be, I did eat. So I did eat sushi. Mashta, past tense positive. Okay, so here we have uh, the next one, form four, past tense negative. So instead of mashta, like as in I did eat sushi, we're gonna say masen deshta. Masen deshta. That's a past tense and a negative, saying I did not eat sushi. So mashta would be I did eat sushi, past tense, but masen deshta would be I did not eat sushi, past tense. Okay? So a quick review of the four versions of mas. That would be present or future tense. Mas, as in I did eat sushi or I will eat sushi. Present or future. Form two, masen, the negative present or future. So as in, I am not eating sushi or I will not eat sushi, okay? Form three, past tense, mashta, I did eat sushi. Now, phrase, or sorry, <laughs> form four, past tense negative, masen deshta, masen deshta, as in, I did not eat sushi. All right, so there's your four forms of mas. Okay, I'm gonna go through full phrases of all of these again to recap, but let's just move on to the next sentence ender. And then I'll walk you through all the forms of this, and then we can recap all of this good stuff in full phrase sentences. So the next sentence ender I wanna cover is des. Now des works, there's four forms of it as well, just like the last one, mas, but there's technically eight because there's four different forms 
if you're talking about a noun or if you're talking about an adjective. Okay, so there's four forms of des to be attached to the end of a sentence with a noun, such as um, student or library or, you know, like a person, place or thing. And there's another four forms of this that goes at the end of a sentence describing an adjective. Now, an adjective is, a little recap, is like any kind of word that describes a characteristic of an item. For example, this coffee is hot hot being the adjective. So anytime you're explaining something with an adjective and you're using the sentence under des to end it, there's four different forms of this as well. So let's learn all of these eight technically forms for des. Here we go. I'll start with nouns. Form one, des with nouns, present or future tense. And that simply just sounds like des. Okay. So to give you an example of this, let's just use the noun of student. So let's say Robert is a student des. Okay or Robert will be a student, des. So that's kind of the present and future of being a student. Okay, so let's move on to form two, the negative present or future tense. And that just sounds like dewa arimasen. Now that's a bit different than des. Dewa arimasen. So say that a few times to get familiar with that. That again is the negative present or future tense. Dewa arimasen is not a student. Okay, so currently, right? All right, so let's move on to form three, past tense for des. And that sounds like deshta, all right? Deshta, such as was a student, past tense, right? So like I was a student or Robert was a student. There you go. So let's move on to form four, the past tense negative of des. And that is, this is a mouthful right here. Get ready for this. Dewa arimasen deshta. Now, it sounds like a lot, but if you memorize version 2, the present or future tense negative, as in and then you remember the past tense, which is okay, you just combine the two together. So it's just two and three stacked on top of each other. Such as, you look at number 2, that is the negative form, right? And you're just stacking number three, the past tense, deshta, to the end of that. So you literally have negative past tense. Dewa arimasen, the negative, and then deshta, which is past tense. So form four, again, which is past tense negative, such as I was not a student, is dewa arimasen, deshta. And there you have it. Okay, so let's work on the next four versions of des that works with an adjective. Yes, this is very different than the nouns, okay? The first one's the exact same. So if you want to say the present or future tense um, for des with an adjective, that is literally the same. It's des, okay? Such as, this coffee is hot currently. Or it can be like, this coffee will be hot, which sounds kind of weird, but present or future tense, right? So des. Okay, now moving on to number two. The rest of these are all going to be a bit different now because it's an adjective. Here we go. We have present or future tense negative, and that sounds like nides, nides, negative version. So that's literally like saying this coffee is not hot, okay? Simple. So if you want to say this coffee's hot, you'd say des. If you want to say this coffee is not hot, nides, the negative, nai, okay? And moving on to form three, the past tense. This already happened, and that sounds like this, kata des. Kata des, okay? 
So literally that's like this coffee or that coffee in this case was hot. That coffee was hot, past tense. And you might remember katades as in oishikatta desu, meaning that was delicious. I think I've covered that phrase multiple times throughout Japan. So uh, yeah, katades, like oishikatta, like oishi is literally delicious, tasty, right? So you're saying tasty katades, which was that was tasty. And if you were saying like, mm, this is currently tasty, you say oishi desu, tasty. Present tense des adjective right tasty so there you go little thingy for you to help connect the dots here all right so let's move on to the fourth and final uh, form of this past tense negative this one I always look back to the Lion King this is how you're gonna remember this one because without this connection here it's a, it's a bit of a mouthful as well so past tense negative as in to say that coffee was not hot it's kunakata des Kunakata, can you connect this one? Hakuna kata des, right? It's like the Lion King, Hakuna Matata. So if you want to say something was past tense negative, then you just say Kunakata, okay? So like this coffee was not hot. And there you go. We've now covered the forms of des and the forms of mas. I know we're going pretty quick here, because but there's a lot of little things to cover. And honestly, to learn this stuff, you should really sit down and just kind of look at this list of phrases and just practice it. Um, I provide you a full downloadable PDF on all of these sentence enders. If you go to japanline.com and you sign up, uh, you can get this full PDF sent to your inbox and you can download it and it's all color-coded with all like the nouns, adjectives and sentence enders so you can clearly see exactly what's going on. I really think this is going to be a big help this week so I highly recommend you sign up and get that PDF going. Uh, if not, you can look at the show notes of this and get like a basic text version laid out but the PDF is quite helpful this week so highly recommend it. Okay. And let's move on to the full phrases of this. Also, check out the video. The video really color coordinates things as well and helps you understand this. But again, I keep sidetracking here, so let's just move on. Okay, so the full phrase examples. Let's work with, uh, let's go back up to mas, okay? So again, mas, mas, masen, mashita, masen deshita. All right, there's the four forms, and now we're going to put these into phrases. Don't worry, I'm going to say full phrases here in Japanese. And then I'm going to tell you what those mean. But don't worry this week about the grammar and there's stuff that's happening with the verbs. You'll notice the verbs may change and conjugate differently. But again, don't worry about the grammar. Just listen to the sentence and listen for what you will soon understand, the sentence enders only, okay? So don't focus on all of the other stuff. Just listen for the sentence enders so you can understand and get a context of what I'm trying to explain to you in this phrase. So I'm just going to tell you, I'm going to use the verb to eat, taberu, in all of these sentences. But I will give you a quick little tip here. When you're conjugating and adding these sentence enders, when a verb is being used with mas, um, taberu is what's called a ru verb. And I'm literally just omitting the ru. So instead of saying taberu, I'm just saying tabe and then adding the mas, the version of mas to the end, okay? So if you're using a ru verb, it's pretty much common practice to just get rid of the ru, the taberu, or whatever other ru verb you're using, cut off the ru, and conjugate that 
two letters and add whatever sentence under to the end of it. That's kind of a common practice, so you can try that. But um, again, don't focus too much on that. Listen for your musses here, okay? So let's work through these phrases. Must, form one. Again, this is at the end of a verb. And I'm going to go present or future tense. So let's go future tense. Today, I will eat sushi, okay? Kyo wa sushi wo tabemasu. There you go. You have that must sentence ender. Kyo wa sushi wo tabemasu. Today, I will eat sushi. Okay. And what about the present moment? I am eating sushi. That again is form one, right? Form one must is present or future. So let's go sushi wo tabetemasu. Sushi wo tabetemasu. Okay? And again, you'll be like, oh, there's tabete instead of just tabemas. Yes, when it's a present tense and the verb, it's kind of like I'm doing now, you add like the te to the end. But again, don't worry about that other stuff. Just listen for the mas. And yeah, if you hear tabete, you kind of have an idea now. Okay, little tips here and there are always good. So form two of mas. Okay, now form two was the present or future tense negative. Today, I will not eat sushi. Kyo wa sushi wo tabemasen. Kyo wa sushi wo tabemasen. Today I will not eat sushi. Now these sentences are pretty much the exact same other than the sentence enders. So you can already begin to see how powerful it is and how great of an effect it has that actually changes the meaning of your sentence just by these sentence enders. So let's go to the other form of form two, which is the present moment. I am not eating sushi. Sushi wo tabetemasen. Right? Remember, tabete, because I'm currently, and then masen, which is the negative sentence ender. Sushi wo tabetemasen. Okay? I am not eating sushi. Form three, past tense of mas, which is mashita. Okay? So form three, as in today I ate sushi. That sounds like kyo wa sushi wo tabemashita. Tabemashita, past tense. Today I ate sushi. Let's go on to form four, the past tense negative. And form four, past tense negative is masendeshita. So let's see how this works in a full phrase. As in, today I did not eat sushi. Kyo wa sushi wo tabemasendeshita. So today I did not eat sushi. Masendeshita. Kyo wa sushi wo tabemasendeshita. There you have it. Your four forms of mas all put in wonderful phrases for you to use. Okay, you can replace sushi with whatever, but um, or the verb. But yeah, you can see all of these formulas and full sentences um, on this PDF here or in the show notes here. Okay, and let's move on to our next one, which is des. And let's start with nouns. I'm going to use the noun gakse for student. Okay, so let's go through our four forms of des and uh, using them with nouns, and you'll see how this works. Okay, so form one, present or future tense, des. All right, and that sounds like in a full phrase to say Robert is a student. So is a student presently. Robert-san wa gakusei des. So gakusei des, student now. Robert-san wa gakusei des, currently a student. He is a student. Okay, now form two, Present or future tense negative. And remember, that sounds like dewa arimasen. So to say Robert is not a student. 
So let's go on and say Robert san wa gakusei de wa arimasen. So Robert is not a student. The negative de wa arimasen. Gakusei de wa arimasen. Alright, so not a student. Form 3, past tense. Robert was a student. And that sounds like deshta. Remember? Form 3, deshta. Past tense of des with a noun. So this full phrase, Robert san wa gakusei deshta. Gakusei deshta. Student, past tense. Robert was a student. Let's move on to form 4. Past tense negative. As in, Robert was not a student. And that is, dewa arimasen deshita. Dewa arimasen deshita. For the past tense negative. And the full phrase of this sounds like, Robert san wa gakusei dewa arimasen deshita. Robert san wa gakusei dewa arimasen deshita. Robert was not a student. Gakusei dewa arimasen deshita. Alright, so that is your four forms of nouns in full phrases with des. Okay, so let's move on to the four forms of des with adjectives in full sentences. And for this one, I'm going to use the adjective atsui. And atsui means hot. Okay, and I'm going to use coffee. This coffee was hot. Or this coffee is not hot. This coffee was hot. And so forth. Alright, so let's work through the four versions of des with an adjective, such as atsui. Okay, so form one, present or future tense, such as, this coffee is hot, des. Alright, so this full phrase is, kono kohi wa atsui des. Atsui des, hot now. This coffee is hot. Form two. Present or future tense, negative, such as, this coffee is not hot. And that is, nai des, form two, negative, right? So, kono kohi wa atsuku nai des. Kono kohi wa atsuku nai des. Negative, present tense, nai des, okay? This coffee is not hot. Form three. Past tense, such as, that coffee was hot. Okay, and the past tense form three of des with an adjective is kata des. Kata des. So this full phrase, kono kohi wa atsu kata des. Atsu kata des. Okay, so that coffee was hot. Past tense. Let's move on to form four. Past tense negative, such as, that coffee was not hot. Now let's bring back our reference to Lion King. Kuna kata des. Kuna kata des. Alright, so for past tense negative. Kono kohi wa atsu kuna kata des. Okay, that's a long one. So get, you know, practice this one a few times. Kono kohi wa atsu kuna kata des. Okay, atsu kuna kata des. Past tense negative. Wow, what do you think? There's a lot going on this week, it sounds like. But really, you're not memorizing too much here. It's just, I'm using a lot of phrases and examples to kind of describe this all. But literally, you're just needing to remember 12 sentence enders, and they're all very quick. So again, those 12 sentence enders. I'm gonna go mas, remember, mas is with verbs. So form one, present or future tense, mas. 
Present or future tense, negative. Masen. Past tense, mashta. Past tense negative, masendeshta. Okay, so that's not too bad. That's just four simple things. And now when we get into des, and des is a sentence ender to be used at the end with a noun or an adjective. And with nouns, present or future tense, des. Present or future tense, negative, dewa arimasen. Past tense, deshta. Past tense, negative, dewa arimasen deshta. Now with adjectives, present tense again is des. There you go, you can knock one off, you don't have to memorize that twice. And then present or future tense negative, nai des. Past tense, kata des. Past tense negative, we've all seen the Lion King, kuna kata des. And there you have it, your 12 sentence enders to memorize this week. Now again, if you look at this PDF I've made, you can see the sentence formulas and you can come up with a couple sentences during your day to implement this to practice. Again, how can you learn without actually implementing it into your daily practice? Now, I was actually just reading a book last night about how the brain, you know, kind of forms habits and makes connections and learns new things. And it's quite interesting. For example, you are listening to this podcast and you are being introduced to this information. And when you hear these new phrases and you think about it for the first time, you might say it out to yourself throughout the podcast, or just when you're looking at the phrases on this PDF, then you can be like, oh, okay, you're reading it and your brain is building like a connection. Okay, like, so to say this phrase, gakusei des is present tense, like is a student. The first time you go through that, your brain builds this weird little neuron connector. I'm no scientist or doctor. I'm just kind of telling you what I read in my own digested format of this. So <clears throat> scientists listening, uh, you can laugh at me. So anyways, I'm, you're building like this neuron line in your brain that makes that connection saying, oh wow, okay, so I know that phrase once. But every time you repeat that phrase, your neuron is being rebuilt and it's creating another line attached to it and it becomes thicker. So basically what's happening is every time you repeat this information, you're getting a stronger connection to this information and then it requires you less energy to recall it. It's like forming a habit. You don't even have to think. You all probably drive to work the same way every day. You're not even thinking about what you're doing the whole way there because you know how to get there. Your brain's on autopilot because that neuron is so strong. I, I need to turn here. I need to turn here. You don't even need to think about it. Those neurons are built. It's programmed into you. So that's what we're trying to do with this daily repetition repetition of just a little bit of knowledge throughout the whole week, this daily repetition. So by the end of this week, you're going to have these strong neurons all over your brain with all this new information. Also, don't forget to get a good night's sleep because that's when I've also been reading about sleep. That's when all the information you learn in the day gets transferred from your temporary storage to your long term storage in your brain. So make sure to repeat this throughout the day and get a good night's rest. Come on, people and learn this stuff. Well, all right, basic stuff. Sure. <laughs> okay. Anyways, I'm a bit of a nerd. But uh, that's what I learned. And I hope that that information can help you learn Japanese as well. So there you have it. That is this week's content. Again, just focus on the memorizing the 12 sentence enders through repetition and a good night's sleep and sign up for this PDF here. It's very, very helpful this week. And in the future, you'll have many more helpful things with this. Um, what else can I tell you? Uh, yeah, again, don't get overwhelmed at the full sentences here. Just focus on the enders, not too overwhelming. And again, pick a couple ways to do this every day throughout your practice. So you can say, okay, like every day you take a sip of your tea or you take a sip of your water. You can say this water is cold or this tea is hot. You know, just think of ways to implement this. 
And every day you'll do it and you'll be a master. So again, as I always do before I teach these lessons, I sit down and I talk with a native Japanese speaker about all the phrases and terms I'm trying to learn. And here I have a full video of this on the YouTube channel as well as the full lesson of this. I also have a little clips of this on the Instagram Japan channel at Japan Media, which you can see. But um, the full version is always on YouTube and it's fun to watch. But I'm going to attach the audio to this question and answer session about all of this content with a real Japanese speaker so you can get another look at this and just a fun way to relax at the end of a lesson and sit back and maybe something will solidify through listening to this. So sit back, enjoy, and here's the audio of the full video that's on YouTube、um, of how to do these Japanese sentence enders. All right, enjoy. So, Chise chan. What is the most important thing one must do、mm. after starting something? After starting something? Yes.、Mm. Continuous effort. Continuous efforts, that's a very good answer, but not the one I was reaching for. Today, <laughs> what we are going to talk about is sentence enders. You must finish what you start, correct? Yes. Okay, so basically, sentence enders. How important is it for people to be familiar with sentence enders in Japanese? Super important. Super important.、Mm-hmm. So, what are the main sentence enders that you think people must know? The main sentence ender? Yeah. Oh, yeah, must, must,、uh, such, like the polite one. You know, if you listen to Japanese for a little while, you would recognize hearing the same sounds to end the sentence over and over, like tabemasu, or itakimasu, masu, 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 or yo, or ne. The Japanese sentence enders are very unique. It just shows how polite you are speaking to a person. So desu ne. Means how respectful you are. Okay, so give me an example. How would I be respectful? Give me a sentence. Okay, I went to the mall today. So, what is mashta? Mashta is a past tense, but it's polite form. Okay, what's an impolite form? Ita? It just shows like your characteristic. Okay. Yeah, so I would say, oh, to morunita is like very casual. Okay. And then you kind of like,、uh, maybe you could pick up that I extended the ending, like、mm-hmm. ita. Yes. That actually shows like,、uh, pretty, shows that I am like talking very casually. Yeah. And a little in like lazy way. Okay. You know? Yes. Yeah,、okay. but if Kyle wanted to say in casual, casually,、yes. he may say, Hmm, ita.、Yes. So faster. Yeah, yeah. Okay, so there's a rhythm to the language. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, okay.、Uh-huh. Great and pace. So, is that all, like the main ones? No, I think、okay. sentence end、uh, dif- is different.、Okay. Depends on, like,、uh, if you are using, like, the verb. Yes. Uh, in a sentence, like、mm-hmm. right in front of the sentence ender, or、right. you're using adjective before the sentence、uh, ender. Okay. So, okay. like, for example, like、uh, Kyle gave me the sentence, I went to the mall today. Yes. Like,、uh, so first of all, I didn't say I, because Japanese normally we omit I,、yes. like the subject. Right. Yeah, like you could say, Boku wa moru ni ikimashita. Right. 
But then like it sounds just too like uh, too much, just like uh, as if you're reading textbook. Right. So yes. So you want to kind of like skip like watashi or boku. Yes. Yeah, which I think makes it easy for you right. to speak. Mm-hmm. Okay. Well, let's go back. So yes. Kyle said like. Let's, I went to the mall. Ah, oh, yeah, you yeah. went to the mall. Mall ni itimashita. Mall is the mall. Yes. Itimashita. Kimashita. So there's a verb in this sentence. Yes. Which one is the verb? Mall ni itimashita. Ikimasu. Ikimashita? Yeah, itimashita. Yes. Do you know the diction, dictionary verb for mm. itimashita? Of course not. Okay. Uh-huh. It's iku. 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 Do you know what it means? To oh, go. Yeah, to go. Yeah, yes. so to go is iku. Mm-hmm. But iku is just a dictionary verb. You don't mm. actually use it. Yeah, so you have to always put like some sort of a sentence end to make it alive. Right. Bring yeah. it to life. I got yeah, yeah. I like that. Yeah, so like, uh, first of all, so if you want... Wanted to say formally. Yeah. Ikimashita. Iku. I think it is. I kind of like heard that. Like iku. You yes. hear like the u sound, right? Yeah. In the end. Uh. So when you hear the sound in the end of the verb, yeah. I think it's u verb. Yes. Anyway, okay. iku. And then, like, so, like, you, you should still keep the first uh, ik, like e ik. Yes. But then, like, change the u to. I. Mm, yeah, ikimashita. Yeah, so drop off like w- you yeah, yeah. and then like put I instead. Yeah. Okay. And then iki. And then now you're ready to put sentence ender. Mashita. Or masu. Masu is the presence. Ah, so present tense, it would be ikimasu. Mm-hmm. And then past tense, ikimashita. Yeah, well, simply like mas mashita, mm-hmm. different. Yeah. Just like memorize, like mas mashita, mm-hmm. they are pretty much for like the verb sentence ender. Mm-hmm. Mashita being past tense, mas meaning present. Yes, so for verbs. For verbs. Maybe we should just give them, give uh, um, one more sentence. Okay, good. Let's do one more verb sentence. Okay, give me like very easy but catchy okay. sentence. Today I ate sushi. Ah, I knew sushi was coming. Yes, of course. So, ate. Is to eat. Yes. The past version. Do you know the dictionary verb of to eat? Taberu. Yeah. Yes. Which is a ru verb. <laughs> right? I think so. Taberu. Yeah. yeah. So just remove ru and then e. Yeah. Tabe mashita. Or tabemasu. Ah, just to remove ru and put mashita or mas. Yeah. Oh, easy. Yeah. Yay. Yay. Good. So, so say, say the sentence. Today I ate sushi. Kyo sushi wo tabemashita. Oh, mashita. Kyo sushi wo tabemasu. I'll eat sushi today. Oh, see? With a verb, it's mas or mashita. And what about an adjective? Let's just do a quick example. Let's say... The sun is bright. Taiyo wa mabushi desu. Desu. That's the last thing you said. That's the sentence ender, right? Yes. Desu. That one I hear a lot. But if the sun was bright, was bright, then it 
goes like Taiyo wa mabushi katta desu. So it sounds a little more mm. complicated. Yeah, how come they're both desu? <laughs> Because it's just like mabushi, which is to be bright. Yeah. Like bright is adjective. Right. This for、mm-hmm. present slash future.、Yeah. And then katta desu is past tense. Okay, katta desu.、Mm-hmm. So both of them, as Kyle said, like has desu. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, oishi desu. This is good. Oishikata desu. It was good. Yeah, yeah. So it's, I think, easier than verbs. Yeah, yeah.、Mm-hmm. Uh, let's, let's go one more. Yeah, let's do an easy one. Mm. Ah, kawaii. Kawaii. What does that mean? Eh? Kawaii means cute, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, cute. Okay. Kawaii, not kawaii. Kawaii is scary. Okay. Kawaii. Yeah, kawaii. Kawasaki. Ah, yeah, kawaii. Yeah. Yeah, so. <sighs> kawaii desu. My cat, Miu Miu, is cute. Miu Miu wa kawaii desu. Miu Miu wa kawaii desu. Yeah. Scary. Miu Miu wa kawaii katta desu. Was cute. Yeah, can you say she was scary? Okay. Miu Miu wa kawaii kata desu. Yeah, kawaii kata doesn't it sound too much to you? It to is. Say? It is, yeah. Yeah, so you can remove it. Kawaii kata desu? Yeah. Oh, kawaii kata desu. Yeah,、ah. perfect. So, so easy. Eh. <laughs> Yes,、yeah. this is a very confusing topic. Yeah, But, yeah, just keep it simple for、mm. today. But today we're going to keep it simple, as Jisa just mentioned. So we will teach you the few basics of this in the full lesson coming out next week. Get ready to be deconfused with everything you've just seen us rambling on about. All right, so there you have it. There is the question and answer session of me questioning a full Japanese speaker. Now, I hope that that helped you understand this in a fun new way, gave you a different look at some things, and、uh, inspired you to go to the Japan YouTube channel, subscribe, and check out all the other lessons we have there. Good luck this week, and thank you so much for listening to yet again another Japan podcast. And、um, arigatou gozaimasu. I will see you again and talk to you again next week.